Hi guys, Vlord here. I just wanted to quickly pop in before the episode to mention that we recorded this back in early May, right around when Demon Slayer ended its run on Tsunami. So you may notice a bit of outdated information uh, when we're discussing Demon Slayer here. Um, I just wanted to give you guys a heads up about that. Unfortunately, it took a little bit of time to edit this episode, so it's coming out pretty late, but hey, it's here now, so I hope you guys enjoy it and have a good time. This podcast may contain coarse language. Listener's discretion is advised. Also, this podcast will obviously contain spoilers for Demon Slayer. Please beware, listen at your own risk. Welcome to the Demon Slayer Podcast. I am your host, GTZ, and with us today we have our usual set of people. First up, we have Alien. I have a pizza. You can never go wrong with pizza. Nope. But also with us today we have J-Mac. I don't have a pizza. That's kind of sad. Ah, get good, get good, scrub. I do need to get a pizza. Zero out of ten, no pizza. And next we have Laser Kid. Laser, do you have a pizza? I have a pizza in the freezer. Okay, that gets a five out of ten. I had French bread pizza for dinner. Six out of ten, then. <laughs> yeah, we'll give that a six. Alright, fair enough. But also with us, Allison. And Allison, do you have a pizza? No, but I do have all the stored screens of Tortured Souls. That's even better than a pizza, though. I give that 11 out of 10. Yeah, I was about to say 11 out of 10 just so I don't They taste pretty good on pizza, but they scream too much, also. You can brand it as a screaming pizza. The screaming wheel on pizza. It's good stuff. What did I get myself into? But yeah, aside from our usual crew, we also have some of our good friends from the Tommy Faithful podcast. Uh, First up, Paul. That guy. Yeah, I'm here, and I brought some friends with me, too. Yeah, we also have Sketch and Darrell. I got a penis. <laughs> well, I think that's probably better than a pizza. <laughs> and this podcast has immediately been demonetized. <laughs> that's the end of the episode, folks. Have a good day. I have a penis and a pizza, so ha! Huh. Damn. See, Sketch is the real winner here. Yeah, yes. He's got that figured out. And if you're keeping count, folks, that means there's eight people on this podcast. What is that? Yeah. God help us all. God help us all. God help every and each and last one of y'all. This is going to be a train wreck before the train wreck. <laughs> but yeah, since this is the uh, final episode of Demon Slayer on Tsunami, I thought might as well make it a little chaotic and fun. Yeah. Yes, because the rail is actually starting to drink now. Oh, God. And I cracked over my beer. Of course you did. Of course you did. See, I'm already two shots in. So. Dude, that is not compared to what I drank the day earlier. You know, you know, I love how I, I go on Twitter and say, hey, I'm going to go on the Demon Slayer podcast since it's the last episode. And then Darrell and Sketch show up. I'm like, oh, okay. All right. That's what's going to happen. These Paul. bastards never asked me to be on one, though. Ooh. Mm. Paul had activated his mating call. And Sketch and Darrell Flock. I, I just got a snap in his asses there, so whatever. Whatever. <laughs> I will dig in your ass like a goddamn trench, too. You understand me? Please do. Oh, I will. 
Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the big final episode of Clusterfuck Extravaganza. <laughs> Get your popcorn. And before this gets a bit too kinky, we should probably like go ahead and recap the episode. Yeah, we're, we're, reckon, we're having this, this train wreck before anything bad happens on that train. Don't, don't you mean, uh, yeah, let's not derail right. this conversation just yet. Oh my god. Oh no. <laughs> Keyword yet. Because we've already derailed it. Hey. It's not this even me making the train jokes. Fuck. You can never escape the train jokes. Well, <laughs> I'm about to die, folks. I You're see not alien see anymore on Tanami Faithful on Twitter, on YouTube, I mean, it, with nothing because I'm gonna die after I mean, this episode. Hey, that, I see, I see alien going up to a wall and hitting his head on it several times tonight. Dear listeners, we once thought about doing this live, and... That would have been even funnier. <laughs> it would have been interesting, but... <laughs> yeah, let's just get straight into this. So, episode 26 starts off with us seeing more of the training for Tanjiro and crew, and Tanjiro's kind of going up against Kanao again, and we learn that he has a pretty good win streak at this point. He's won 10 times against Kanao in the training, Against, like, his ten previous losses. So, he's doing really well. He's getting uh, pretty strong. And Tanjo still has tons of energy. And he's even, like, offering to, like, do a run with Zenitsu and Inosuke. Because that's what good friends do. They help their friends train. But this is a total concentration breathing's going on. I don't want to do that. Yeah, Zenitsu, like the complaining ass he is, is complaining. I mean, and for some yeah. reason, they start hitting each other on the chest to see if they're breathing right. Which he would, he would have <laughs> found that so funny. Yeah, he wouldn't if he wasn't complaining. So I want to hit Inosuke's abs too. I mean, that's fair. That 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 would be I mean, an interesting activity. I mean, they look pretty tight. So. They do. They do. You could probably smash a rock on them shits. Yeah. But can you ram a tree with them? Oh my God, Lord! I'm just gonna. <laughs> Take out. Lord just wants a train ran on him. <laughs> That's true. I mean, that would be even better. I'm gonna just take this knife and slowly cut off your organs. <laughs> <laughs> that got a little violent. <laughs> that escalated quickly. Um, I will wear a tree costume so Inosuke will repeatedly headbutt me. Oh, oh, that that's how you do galaxy it. Brain. Galaxy brain. Galaxy brain. That's how you get Inosuke to pay attention to you. But speaking of galaxy brains, we then shift over to the demons. Oh, that's right. Oh, God, this scene was disturbing. <laughs> yes, we go to this uh, mysterious uh, space uh, that's kind of a fortress that's being controlled by this long-haired demon strumming a biwa, which is a Japanese stringed instrument, if you don't know what a biwa is. And all the lower Kizuki are here, and they're kind of just wandering around, and we get this really cool kind of, like, just group of scenes where they're all kind of, like, shifting around in different kind of angles The place looks like the a room. living Escher painting. Yeah. It really does. It, I, I really love the whole, like, aesthetic of it. It was a scene straight from Yu-Gi-Oh, I swear to God. Yeah. I guess kinda. <laughs> and I would have said Labyrinth, but that's me. But as, like, the Kizuki are kind of waiting around, they're like, huh, why, why are we here? Where's Muzan? And then they see, like, a woman just in front of them, and they're like, who the heck's this woman? And they realize, oh, wait, 
That's Muzan. Showing that Muzan can be hot no matter what body he inhabits. It's true. Very pretty. <laughs> mm-hmm. Also very, very, very terrifying. That's why I love them, after all. Yeah, and, like, all, like, the demons are kind of pretty surprised, like, oh, wait, we didn't know Muzan was going to show up as a woman. This is a... This is a turn. I mean, in yeah. fairness, can, can you blame them? Yeah, lower... Orochimaru, man? Yeah, lower six was especially, like... Well, it's not like oh, they crap, watched I didn't Naruto. realize you were a woman. Or that was yeah, but Muzan's cuter. That is true. Muzan is, like, way more attractive than Orochimaru. Yes, yeah. definitely. I mean, like, literally, you would risk it. You would, like, risk it all for, like, Muzan, man, seriously. Yeah. I mean, also, Muzan, Muzan doesn't inappropriately touch little boys. True. That is a good point. <laughs> I never thought about that. I had not thought of that either. The only thing saving that trash Naruto is that union dub. I mean, I like the dub. Yeah, it's got some good voices, but like other than that, it's pretty not got great. Before Shippuden, Naruto was a fine shonen. <laughs> That's Indeed. my stance, and I'm sticking to it. Of course. It was definitely better that. before Shippuden, I'll agree with that. I mean, the story was better. I thought all Naruto was pretty bad. Boruto the was manga bad. was fine, the anime was trash. Anyways, back to Demon Slayer. This was all your So fault. what is Hot Muzan doing again? So Hot Muzan is chastising all of them. Because, like, the lower keys, he kind of knows, wait, where did Rui go? Wasn't Rui supposed to show up? Yeah. And Muzan's like, yeah, about that, Rui's dead. Why do you guys all suck? Yeah, you, <laughs> Look at the upper Kizuki. The upper Kizuki never die, but you guys always die. You're just useless. He specifically even said that the upper Kizuki have killed freaking, oh, what are they called? Hashira. Hashira, yeah. Yep, they've killed Hashira. He also makes a point about how the upper Kizuki's ranks don't really change, and the lower Kizuki ranks change, like, all the time. Yeah. Yeah, like, for decades, the upper Kizuki have kind of remained the same, while, as you've kind of noticed with the lower Kizuki, it kind of shifts around, like... We saw the drum demon from earlier was a former, like, lower rank Kizuki. So, like, clearly, like, there's some shifting around. Yeah, he was a former lower six. Yeah. And, like, one of the Kizuki, like, notes to himself, like, oh, God, this is making me really uneasy. And Muzan can read his mind because he's Muzan. He's like, oh, oh, yeah, I'm making you feel uneasy. Then go on, elaborate. Yeah. What were you about to say well, about me? Easy enough for you to say, yeah. oh, is it now? Is it now? Yeah, like, oh, you have something to share with the rest thoughts. of the class? Yes. And as the Kizuki's kind of begging for forgiveness, <laughs> they're barking uh, up the wrong tree there, and you think they'd know that by now. They say that in my face, fucker, and not online. This creepy appendage thing comes out of Muzan and, uh, eats the guy. <laughs> I mean, yeah, basically. And, yeah, this kind of makes all the Kizuki kind of just freak the heck out. All of them except for one, and we'll get to that one later. Oh, yes, there's one that's just, like, blushing and enjoying this. Yes. That was a fucking sadist, man, and we know it. Oh, oh God, that guy. Oh, yes. Oh, my gosh. I can guarantee you it's not. Are we sure that wasn't Darrell? Uh, no, dude. I mean, like, seriously, I have a high pain tolerance, but uh, that kind of shit right there? No. Really. It might have been honestly, Allison. Might honestly, it's like how I, it's how I envision Allison if, like, Allison were, like, had no filter. That's exactly how I would envision her acting towards, like, all the psycho husbando she has. Muzan starts killing all of them. 
And one of the guys finally is just like, fuck it. I need to get out of here. And he just runs. He makes a pretty good clip of it, too. You just kind of get GTFOs real fast. Yeah, and I love the scene, too, because he's just, like, bouncing all off, like, all the different, like, wall surfaces. And despite how fast he's running, Muzan catches him because he's Muzan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he, you know, takes the sharpest tool and is dead. And it almost looks like he actually didn't make any progress running at all in this weird hellscape. Yeah. Because it almost felt like Muzan was still just right behind him the whole time. You really can't escape Muzan. Kind of like he's it, always there yeah, watching was, you. It was kind of like space doesn't really matter in that area, in that weird dimension. And we, for good reason. No, in that dimension, Muzan was basically the Buddha. Yeah. In that dimension, I mean, like, if y'all really paid attention to it, man, that was the reference that it made, like Journey to the West, when Monkey tried to uh, jump from the palm of the Buddha. And yeah. he jumped so far, and then he took a dump and marked on the hand. But then Buddha was like, You never jumped away from my hand at all. Yeah, exactly. Okay. And Muzan's saying, like, and this guy was like, Please give me a second chance. I, like, give me some of your blood, please. And he's like, Who are you to make demands of me? Oh, I didn't mean it like that. Uh, you were clearly like, mistaken. Are you supposed to say to me? You telling I'm me what to do? Mistaken. You telling Muzan Kibutsuji what to do? Yeah, and it's just like at this no, point. No, no, like, I'm not. Now you calling me a liar? Oh hell no, you dead now. <laughs> it's like God, and it's like once again, God damn it, uh, Demon Slayer, you're making me feel bad for the fucking Kizuki. That's what Demon Slayer does. It makes you feel bad for everyone except for Muzan. Because yeah. fuck Muzan, but you know. Yeah, Muzan's just a dick. <laughs> Fuck Muzan, but also fuck Muzan. Yep. Yeah. Oh my. Hmm. Yeah, it's like Griffith, except acceptable for the Toonami audience. I guess. <laughs> Griffith was just a fucking piece of shit. Yeah, but Griffith is still hot. Yes, that's, that's I, the I most important that part. Griffith was hot, man. But you know, I'm more of a good type guy. Well, you know, Toonami, they can't air the actual mature animals because of standards and practices. Man, we got Helsing. Well, Dude, that, one day we will have that hentai power hour. I'm sorry. Y'all saw my I mean, name on Tsunami um, bracket. Where's the blue girl? <laughs> Give us the blue girl. In blue. I mean, also, to be fair, Berserk hasn't had like a good full anime adaptation yet. I mean, do we really want CG Berserk on Tsunami? Someone no, just needs to rescue the 98 anime and get that up there. I mostly meant the movies more than the oh, show. Oh, the movies were great. Yeah, the movies were solid. <laughs> There's no way those are airing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'll get those for us. Quite yeah. a bit too much of the R word going on. <laughs> yeah. I mean, those sex scenes are really well animated, but uh, they, they'd probably have to cut them. I mean, yeah. after, after yeah. watching those clips from King's Game, nothing will phase me anymore. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fuck my girlfriend. <laughs> I watch Handshakers all the way through. Me and see. The difference those handshakers is art. Shut up. King's I, I game is just dumb. I mean, I I'll tell y'all about it after the podcast, though. Yeah, besides, Tsunami doesn't even like airing movies these days anyways. It's like yeah. We need some red line in our life. We do. Mm-hmm. Oh, God, yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Come on. Yeah. Anyways, Demon Slayer. Yeah. So the last demon. <laughs> no, fuck that. We're talking about red light. No, fine. <laughs> the last demon to survive. Muzan's like, do you have anything to say to me? And oh my god, what she says is the creepiest, most skin-crawling thing fucking ever. 
Stick your hot demon DNA into me, Daddy. Yes, Pretty much. It would be an honor to be killed by you. I cannot wait. Oh, please, Daddy, kill me. Thank you for saving me for last. I was able to see everyone else suffer and die, and I, I love that. Yeah, no, just... Ugh. I thought that was a boy demon. I'm pretty sure it's a boy. That Isn't was a boy? A... Yeah. Aren't they voiced it's by Lennon McDonald, a.k.a. Dante? Or is God. he Ken? He was very Bishonen. Yeah, no, it's definitely Bishonen, but it's definitely a dude. I've seen Naruto, and I should have realized that, like, I, I should never assume just based on looks. Because there was that one fucking character in early Naruto that was just... Haku. I thought Haku was a boy, too. I guess the dub didn't make it that... I knew, but it was also not my... my it was not well, the first... Well, you've got to uh, realize, my made. first introduction was the manga. Okay, fair So right. I have no voices to hear at all. I mean, the Demon Slayer dub went with a manly voice for Demon Guy. Oh. So I guess it is a bit softer, though. It was a soft voice, yeah. Yeah, it was a soft voice. So what happens to Freaky McFreakface? He gets penetrated yeah. by Muzan. And gets filled with Muzan's blood. Yes. That's special sauce. I was going to say, it gets, gets his DNA, just not the way we meant. Mm. <laughs> it was completely out of hand. Muzan's like, like, I like you. I'm going to fucking inseminate you, bam. Hope you don't die. See ya. Pretty much, and, and like one of the one of the lower keys, keys like still barely alive, like his head's just on the floor. Yeah. He's just looking at this, like, what, what the uh, fuck? Uh, <laughs> I honestly was kind of rooting for that guy to survive somehow. Just be like, you know what? I'm gonna just go retire. Fuck all this crap. Yeah, I'm gonna get a timeshare by the beach. Fuck this. <laughs> demon Slayer Kaiden, that one headless demon's retirement. And now the rest of the show will focus on that head. Yes. Oh, no. But after uh, this disturbing scene, we kind of pan over to slightly more happier stuff, I guess. We pan over to Tanjiro casually changing people's lives. Yeah. Yeah, as Tanjiro does. After he and Osuke and Zenitsu get woken up and we're like, hey... We need you to go deal with the train. 40 people have gone missing. Go east and uh, meet up with uh, Kyojuro Rengoku, the Flame Hashira. Go have fun on the train. Yes. The train is good times. The train is great times. Only Major, I'll give you a chance to let it out of your system. Because nothing bad happens on trains! You're welcome. Alright, that's two. I'm gonna kill you. I was actually gonna wait to do one at the very end, but since you gave me an opening... That's two. That's two. That's why you got. You just gotta watch out for the real tracer. Terrell, get the pedal. Got it. Bend over. Oh oh dear. All right, yes, sir. Yeah, just imagine (laughs) the rail tracer actually on Demon Slayer, man. That arc would have been pretty short. (laughs) Among other things. (laughs) Terrell, I think I have a new. I have a new position for laser. Uh, I think we do. Tape uh, washer. <laughs> oh, oh no! Yes, he's about to oh act. no! Well, it looks like Fabian, Fabian might actually get promoted again. Yeah. No, wait, wait, wait! No, Fabian's taint washer. He's genital washer. <laughs> wait, wasn't I genital washer, oh, or did I get promoted? What's you got promoted. Yeah. Congratulations. But so, what am I now? Like dick washer? Okay, let's move on. Um, the thing that we find ourselves in here. You started this all. I didn't start anything. I'm innocent. <laughs> That's what they all say. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, so after Tanjiro and everyone gets their orders from the Kasukai Crow, 
we pan over to Shinobu, who's talking to Ubayashiki. And uh, she mentions that she's sending Tanjiro and the others over to the train, because why not? Mm-hmm. Why not? And that Shinobu kind of recommends them. <clears throat> and, like, Ubayashiki's kind of, like, asking, like, oh, you, you've taken a liking to him pretty quickly. And Shinobu kind of just is frank about it. And is like, yeah, Tanjiro's a pure soul. He's a hard worker. Has a lot of potential. He's a good boy. Pretty much. The Shinobu seal of approval. Yeah, I think the most important thing here that she says is that he will provide like a clear path for defeating Muzan. Yeah. And uh, Ubei Shiki definitely agrees with this. I think the thing that really caught my attention was she actually told Ubei Shiki about Tondro knowing uh, fire breathing from his father. And you get a visual cue of Ubei Shiki like taking note of this. He doesn't really say much other than, oh, okay, well, hopefully Rengoku can help him. But it's like, he seemed to have had some kind of a recognition there. He knows things. Honestly, I didn't even notice that. That's an interesting thing, especially given what happens later in the series. That's some uh, a nice additional foreshadowing as Gotage excels at. Subtlety. It's just something I know I, I didn't notice it in the manga. Probably because, you know, they're not moving as much because it's a manga. But I definitely noticed here. Plus, like a lot of these scenes are kind of drawn out more in the anime yeah. in this episode. So, like, I think they might have added it just for the anime here, knowing where the manga is headed. I'd have to look back at the manga to double-check, though. Yeah, this anime is so freaking slow, you guys. Jesus. I mean, I think, like, it's mainly just slow in these last few episodes because they kind of need to stretch this small arc yeah. into an ending. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is just feeding my crackpot theory more because I think Uyashiki knows that Tantra's related to that, that one Demon Slayer, but that, that's me. It'll all be revealed in due time, Laser, <laughs> yeah. once you can read the gap. Once that gap reaches, end of June, man. End of June's going to be fun. Yes, yes, it will be. Still ain't- Everyone should be reading the manga. Shut up, you don't tell me what to do. Manga is good for you, Darrell. Manga is good for my soul, but not when I'm asking for recommendations for a friend from you. Ooh. He knows why. Because <laughs> I don't check Facebook. Don't worry about it. You're about to be the royal taint watcher in a minute. <laughs> is that better than just being... The regular taint washer? No. Yes. It has perks. Debatable. <laughs> Debatable. Sketch. It sounds like you have prior experience. And that's when Velor died. Um. <laughs> this is so an overhand. Not even close. Nope. <laughs> no, we got plenty. Plenty to go. This is oh, yeah. crazy, so there's actually quite a bit that happened here. Alien, you're gonna have so much fun editing this. I'm in danger. I I almost would say just don't, but yeah. I meant like the anime recap because nothing fucking happened this episode. It was just talking. I mean, quite a bit happened in the talking. We have to talk about what they were talking about because some of it is important. The only fun part was when Muzan cut that guy's head off, though. We're not talking about the fine parts, though. We're talking about the stuff that's actually relevant to the story. I mean, there, this next part I thought was pretty... I thought this next part was a pretty kind of a cool scene, at least for me, personally. Um, so we go back to Tanjiro in the Kocho Mansion, and uh, he bumps into someone. He does. And it's uh, 
Genya from the final selection. He's all super buff now. Yeah, he, he's become a buff boy. Yeah. And he looks like he's seen some shit. I mean, he's a demon slayer, so yes, it's shit. It's part of their job description. Yeah, but I, I love this scene because, like, this is, like, the first time we've seen Genya in, like, god, 20-plus episodes. Yeah, the last time we saw him, he's like, where's my sword? And that was, like, right after Final Selection, so. And then he just yeeted away. <laughs> yep, and yeeted away and had his own anime series. <laughs> Genya no Yaiba. Oh, my god. <laughs> I mean, hey, I would watch that. I, I probably would, too. Yeah. I completely forgot he doesn't even talk in this scene either. Like, I was thinking, oh, maybe we'll get to hear Zeno Robinson again, but, uh, no. No, he just purposely bumps into Tondra, who's just like, oh, hey, he's coming, I better give him something. Oh, he hit me anyway. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And that's the last we'll see of Genya for quite a while. <laughs> Tondra at least notices and is like, hey, it looks like you're doing good well, because Tondra's a good boy. Yeah. And Genya just completely ignores him. <laughs> at least Tondra's trying to make more friends. Because y- you don't want in no skin to eat around you all the time. That would just be a nightmare. Nightmare. <laughs> yeah, that could be a problem. Yeah, then after this, Tanjiro kind of goes outside and uh, runs into Aoi. And, like, uh, he thanks her for all, like, her help during their training and how, like, they're about to head off. And, like, she's kind of just rebuffing all this, saying it's not that big of a deal. She's, like, kind of doing her job. And, like, we learned that, like, Aoi, like, was meant to be a Demon Slayer. Like, she passed the final selection, barely, but, like, afterwards she was too afraid to fight. So, like, she kind of just holed herself up in the Kocho Mansion. Ain't that just, like, a shonen to be, like, a woman can't actually fight. They gotta sit in the sidelines and be protected. Yeah, I mean, I guess it does kind of suck that, like, we don't really get to see her fight. Yeah. But, like, even Tanjiro says here, like, despite the fact that she's not on the front line, she's still, like, actually, like, providing, like, help to a lot of people through her efforts, like, in the mansion, like, actually helping yeah. heal people. And I think without her, I'm pretty sure most of the Hashira would be dead. Yeah, like, they heal, like, a good chunk of the, like, people, like, that were on the Natagumo Mountain. I think it's cool to do fighting. But honestly, if I were in that anime, I would be one of the support staff. Yeah, I mean, the Kakushi are the unsung heroes. Yeah, they are. Honestly, the Kakushi don't get the praise they deserve. And Tanjiro is probably the only person who's going to give them the praise they deserve. They need to be paid more. They do. They're like service workers in the real world. They're support staff. They're very important because without support, you can't get to make big shit done either. Gotta have both. Now I'm just imagining Kakushi tech support. Oh, well, that's, that's what I'd be doing. So have you turned your... Uh, ha- have you tried turning, me- turning the sword off and on again? <laughs> yep, that's where I was going with that. I didn't know I have to plug this in. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no! Did you jiggle the sword's batteries? Oh, God. <laughs> we aren't even at the fucking end of the episode yet. We're still in that fucking scene where we've been in for the last five minutes. Next scene. In due time. <laughs> <laughs> I told you this was going to be a clusterfuck. I, I warned you several times. <laughs> Honestly, I was expecting it to be worse than this. I, 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 yeah, same. We're still in the scenes where nobody's done anything. <laughs> yeah, this is still like pretty tame. <laughs> <laughs> Allison, it'll be okay. It'll be okay. 
Will it be okay? No. <laughs> but it's going to be okay for a while. Is it safe? No. No. No, it's no. never safe. It's never well, actually, safe. Actually, actually, Sketch, if you come over here, it'll be safe. Oh, God. How lewd. <laughs> but after Tanjiro talks to Aoi, he then runs into Canal. And, like, uh, Tanjiro's kind of thanking Canal for everything. And Canal's just kind of, like, staring at him. Doing what Canal does. that's what Canal does. Yeah, yeah, and this is, like, where Tanjiro changes the second person's life in the episode. Yeah, like, he notices that Canal has this coin. And, like, Canal basically says, like, she, like, uses this coin to, like, make decisions when she hasn't been given an order. But then Tantra just, like, straight up takes the coin for her, and he's like, okay, if it's, like, turns up heads, you have to start making decisions for yourself. Like, stop relying on other people. And he gives her, like, this very much-needed talk, like, well, what does your heart say? Oh, my heart? Yeah, your heart is the true deciding factor in what you should do. Well, nothing matters to me. Well, that just means your heart needs to be strong. Like, that means your heart has room to grow or something like that. Along those lines, yeah. Yeah, like, because Tondro is just... Tondro's good boy. Tondro's good to a fault. But anyway, that's what does he do with that coin? He throws it up in the air, like, really high, catches it, and it lands on heads. So, yeah, Canal has to follow her heart now. And as, like, Tondra just, like, straight up starts running away after her, he's like, yeah, later. <laughs> follow your heart, remember. She's just like, how did it land on heads, though? I know you didn't cheat. How did this happen? It's just like, yeah, it was straight up pure luck. Though, if it was tails, he was going to keep throwing it up until it was heads. So Tondra was going to cheat, but he didn't have to cheat. Because he's a good boy. Mm-hmm. And now we can move on, I think. Yep. Yeah. Um, we, we pan over to, uh, Naho, Kyo, and Sumi cheering on Tondro's Zinitsu, and, um, Inosuke. I wrote that with Tondro <laughs> twice in my notes, I had to think about that. Um, they, they're blowing into their gourds to show that they can do total concentration breathing constant, and they, all three of them shatter them, so they can all do it. And those are some giant-ass gourds. Yes, they like, are. They got buff in terms of lungs, I guess. Though I guess, like, considering how much, like, the total concentration breathing is supposed to, like, like, exhaust your body, like, it kind of makes sense, I guess. I mean, we had, like, three straight episodes of them training this, so it's, it's kind uh, of understandable. Hooray, build up. Gotten <laughs> plenty of the montage. And further efforts, they get rice balls for their journey. But Inosuke starts eating them immediately because he's Inosuke. Yeah, Inosuke doesn't Inosuke. Yeah. And then Tanjiro spots Giyu and rushes over to him and is like, um, Giyu's like asking Tanjiro if he's heading into battle and Tanjiro says, yeah, I am. And like, Tanjiro kind of just like, thanks Giyu for like, putting his life on the line, like, for him and Nezuko. And like, kind of like, saying like, hey, I will kill myself if Nezuko attacks anyone. Which is really nice, like. And Gyu's kind of just, like, thanking him to do, like, his best work. And then Gyu just suddenly vanishes. Like, Ninja apparently vanish. he learned how to teleport. <laughs> Gyu's just like, yeah, I get it. I'm gonna go. Yeah, he's like, leave me alone, kid. <laughs> he's trying his best, okay? Gyu's trying his best. I love how Tanjiro stills like, yeah, I'll, 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 I'll do what you said. After Gyu has left, it's like, you are talking to air, Tanjiro. <laughs> 
Maybe Gyu was there all along. He just put on like an invisibility cloak. There you go. He was using his Gyo. Ooh. Oh god. Oh, oh. Yeah, another Hunter Hunter reference. Yeah. The next scene though is kind of really funny because it's like all the Kocho children are like crying and telling everyone to like stay safe. And Zenitsu's also crying and he's asking if he can stay behind. Oh, it's too hard to But the girls are telling him to stop. Yeah, the girls are telling him to like start respecting women. Uh, they're basically, hey, stop being a simp, basically. Yeah. <laughs> Not literally. Oh, that was the respect women scene ever. Oh, uh, God, I love that. Wait, you're saying you're not going to admit me? No, we're not going to admit you. I love that. Alex Lay's um, just deadpan. Yes, afterwards. <laughs> Everyone realizes that Zenitsu is a simp. Yep. Mm-hmm. And not even in like, the adorable way. It just No, Zenitsu is a fucking simp. And then they all kind of just head off. Finally, they leave. Yes, they were there for like three episodes. <laughs> yes, they, they finally head off to the train station. And Inosuke is shocked at the sight what of a train. What the fuck is that? It's a monster! Oh, yeah. I'm gonna kick its ass! <laughs> Don't wake what? it up! I'm gonna kick this thing's ass! He's yeah. a stupid boy. Zenitsu's was just like, it's just a train. Calm down. And, yeah. I'm gonna kill it! Don't wake Kondra it up! Being Kondra was like, well, maybe it's the guardian spirit of this realm or something like that. Yep, and Zenitsu's is just like, it, it, it's it, it's just it's just a train. How sheltered are you two idiots? For once, yeah. Zenitsu looks I can't smart believe, compared to the other two. For I can't once. believe we finally we finally got to the part where Zenitsu is the one brain cell of the group. Yes, yeah. it finally Although, happened. I feel like Tantra was just trying to like put it into Zenitsu's perspective, or not Zenitsu, uh, put it into perspective for like into words that uh, an idiot would understand. Because no, he might not actually no, know what a train is. is. He's kind of hick boy. Remember, he was like shocked by city lights when he first saw Oh, that's right. Oh my god, you're right. So I'm pretty sure that was legitimate ton. Now, he was trying to calm uh, Inosuke down, but I I think that was legitimately what he thought. Yeah. You'll especially see later in the manga that Tanjiro isn't that bright when it comes to like things that he's not used to. Yeah. What is modern technology? Modern technology? <laughs> I live on a mountain, come on. Or at least modern technology for the Taisho period. <laughs> but Inosuke, having none of this train nonsense, he's gonna headbutt the train anyway. When in doubt, headbutt I mean, that's, a, that's, that's Inosuke's motto. That's how Inosuke's roll. I don't understand yeah. it, therefore it must be headbutted. Yes. Yeah. It's the Inosuke mating call. Yeah. Remember to take good care of your Inosuke. Oh, God. <laughs> the Inosuke self-care guide and we've I mean, they do have those Tamagotchis, so Oh yeah, they do You can take care of your, your Inosuke on your own <laughs> Alright, so moving on <laughs> <laughs> Paul, don't you want to take care of your Inosuke? Paul, this isn't your podcast You can't tell it to move on <laughs> but I produce it, so move on. <laughs> that is that is the that is the pow- true power move right there. Yes. <laughs> I mean, at least we finally got to where they're in some other location instead of saying, "Oh, goodbye." Bye. For, bye it's, it's like every family gathering ending goodbye, ever. It's like, all right, bye for two hours. Bye. Honestly, that's kind of like. What I don't like about these set of episodes is that they really kind of meander at a lot of the scenes. And it's just kind of, yeah, it's really kind of just like drawn out and 
Yeah. Doll. Yeah. Honestly, why why did they make this a full 26 episodes? Why not make it 24 and trim the fat a bit? Yeah. Honestly, I feel like they could have done all these 26 episodes in like 13 episodes. Probably. <laughs> it would have been on a faster pace. Maybe like benefit. I think like Demon Slayer would have benefited from a faster pace. I, I agree. Or they could have yeah. just went in and did like the first four episodes were pretty slow. <laughs> yeah, I mean honestly, that's like the one place where I don't mind it though. Yeah, because there's a lot of there's a lot more exposition in early Demon Slayer. Like even in the manga, there's a lot more dialogue. Mm-hmm. Well, as it goes on, it come becomes like pretty average for like a weekly series. So at that point, it's like. Do you really need to go with two chapter per episode pacing? Can we get a bit of like three or four chapter pacing in there? Or they could have just split it in half so we'd get a break after the hypey hype Rui shit. And then they could have came back with the slower stuff and maybe had a little bit more train stuff. Yeah. I think that has a lot to do with they wanted to do the train movie. Yeah, that kind of ties into what's happening here as uh, after like... uh, Inosuke causes all the commotion by headbutting the train. The cops come. Oh, yeah. It's like, hey, what y'all doing here? Oh, yeah. And y'all got swords. It's, it's the 1800s uh, that there are anti-sword laws in effect in Japan at this time. Yeah. I think that's the first time they really mentioned, too, that the Demon Slayer Corps is not sanctioned by the government. It's They're an independent organization. Before, by, but it's been a while. Okay, I think it might have been, like, really early on. I think it was yeah. a Rokodaki. Specifically. Yes, yes it was. So basically what you're saying is that Demon Slayer is just an old Taisho version of a blood versus a crypt war? I mean, kind of, yeah. In its own weird way, yeah. Yeah, so because of this, though, Zenith is like, hey, we gotta hide our swords. So Inosuke decides to be fabulous and put the swords up his pants, I guess. <laughs> the weird I mean, before pants. that, they, when they get, attract the attention, it's like, Zenitsu has to grab Tanjiro and Osuke and just run them out of there, because they're just like, what's wrong? This is like, are you freaking kidding me? Come on! Dad booty, though. Oh, Inosuke is such a good booty. Oh, God. <laughs> Paul, don't respect disrespect the Inosuke booty. No, don't, hate, don't hate the play, I hate the game. If it makes you feel better, I had to wait through these guys to get through the slow, oh, bye-bye, sensei, bye-bye, character that won't show up for 20 episodes. No, I'll just, I'll just tell, uh, I'll just tell Bryce that, you know, you were talking about his ass, and they'll just claim sexual harassment on you. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I was talking about... I mean, I'm pretty sure he'd be flattered. Probably. Yeah. But I think Zenitsu is kind of on the same page as Paul here, because he's telling Inosuke to put some clothes on. He does. He's just like, come on. No, he was like, hide his swords. And then he's just like, he, then he just puts them in the in the in his ass. And he's just like, yes. that's not what I told you to do. But OK, <laughs> even well, no, I mean, he does tell him, hey, put some clothes on after that. It's like that. That's not. No. <laughs> yeah. Doesn't really have the swords. But as they're like doing all this, like. The train's kind of just leaving without them. Choo-choo. So th- they literally have to, like, go running to catch the train. And, like, the cops try to stop them, but the- they're going too fast. So they get on the train by just hopping on. And they almost leave Zenitsu behind. They probably should have left him behind, to be honest. Yeah, be like the Jojo. Well, speaking of leaving behind, though, Zenitsu asks if it's okay for them to bring ne- Nezuko. Shouldn't they have left her behind at the headquarters where it's safer? Oh, that's right. 
yeah, but Tanjiro's like, nah. Nah. I never want to be apart from Nezuko again. And then we get a montage for like for basically the, the fifth series. time. Yeah. With, with the theme song playing. They really love those Tanjiro Nezuko montages on this I mean, anime. This one was actually pretty good, though. But yeah, this one works because it's the actual final episode instead yeah. of like the random end of an episode where, yeah, like I feel like if they hadn't done it so many times at this point, it would have like more impact. I'll agree with that. I mean, episode nineteen had big impact because it had her singing. Well, that's different, but like all these like last few episodes, like Tanjiro's been doing that. Like, at like least in one scene. There's been like a dedicated Tondra going, Ah, oh, we've been through a lot. I'm gonna do it! I'm gonna change her back to human! I promised my dead family. Which is like, okay, we get it. Tondra's a good brother. He's a good person. We don't need to see this like five times. I feel like this wasn't as bad in the manga, but the anime was so fucking slow about it that it felt more annoying. It, it I, felt I mean, pretty much. They felt the need to repeatedly emphasize that Tanjiro was the leader of the Good Boy Brigade. Yeah. I mean, Haikyuu exists, and that is three times the Tanjiro's. But yeah. I mean, that's true. But this is basically where the episode ends off. The train goes off into the distance with Inosuke, Tanjiro, and Zenitsu on it. And we see kind of uh, inside the train where uh, our good flame Hashira Rengoku is there. Yeah. And on top of the train is the surviving lower rank Kizuki. Because nothing bad will happen on trains, you guys. Okay, that's it. All right, th- that's the last one. Anybody says anything else, you get you get blown the fuck up. That was the one joke I was waiting for, so it's fine. Trains are our friends. So yeah, that's that, that's the end of Demon Slayer. <laughs> yeah, well, that's the end of season one. I mean, yeah, yeah, because uh, as we know, there's the movie that's coming. And that will be very exciting. And Anaplex actually already dubbed like the teaser that was at the end of episode 26 originally. So it's clear that they're going to release it over here if it wasn't like clear because they've been promoting it for a while. I'm wondering if they're going to end up doing I don't know if you guys noticed, but Funimation is doing this like VR movie experience kind of thing. I've seen that. Yeah, that's a really cool idea. They're charging like, let me see if I remember what the prices were. Like, I think um, three ninety nine for for like something that's been out for a while. Five five something for something else, and then like if it's brand new, it's like the VOD pricing like fifteen ninety nine for a ticket. I'm just like Jesus Christ. Like, okay, yeah. I mean, but it it makes me think that they may end up Funimation may end up having to play this movie on their thing. I mean, it would make sense because, well, they're partnered with Anaplex with Sony, so... That would be more convenient than having to go out to a fucking movie theater. Yeah, I mean, it's hard to say if the movie will even come out this year at this point, because production's a big factor in it, and also the fact that movie theaters in Japan are, I think, still mostly closed like they are in the U.S. So even if, like, movie theaters do open up by October, when the movie's supposed to come out... Like, if Yufa Table's still behind in production, I could see it getting delayed further. I'm still waiting for that Sword Boy movie. Damn it, you unfotable. I mean, like, Yufa Table seems like... I'm not sure if they're necessarily behind on production, but, like, Heaven's Feel Movie 3 had to get pushed back because, like, 
it hit right when the coronavirus was getting really bad. So they still have to worry about releasing that. So I think that's probably going to be their first priority before the Demon Slayer movie. 2021, boy. Yeah, so I think we might end up seeing it released in Japan in 2021 and then maybe maybe a few months after it in the U.S., hopefully. Well, what I was saying, though, is I, I, I do think that, I mean, it, it seems like they, they were, I think they were dubbing this a little bit, at least, before all this happened. So, I mean, we'll see, like, when the movie's going to come out. But, I mean, it was supposed to come out in, what, October, wasn't it? Yes. So, I mean, they probably will do, like, they've done all these other Fathom events. Like, you know, one show on this day is is the 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 sub one and the other one's the dub yeah the other show is a dub you know and then maybe they have like three or four shows or two two shows of each or something yeah i mean i i definitely am expecting that i'm just wondering when it will happen i was saying i think because demon slayer is so damn popular i i think they probably might do like a wide release like they did with um the mha movies like through funimation films alien i've been i, I love that <laughs> As somebody that works in the movie theater industry, I, I can tell you right now, I've been trying to bark up that tree about any anime. And the closest that any anime has gotten to being like almost a full release is Dragon Ball Super. So, like... I mean, MHA Heroes Rising had like a couple... Like that a one that one didn't movie. even have as wide of a release as uh, Dragon Ball Super, which was oh, yeah. sad. Super Broly was there for months though, that. versus weeks. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. But, which was... Weeks is better than like one time only, though. Well, see what happened with Dragon Ball Super, and I, I know we're gonna kind of go off a little bit, but it relates to Demon Slayer is the fact that it it did so well and surprised so many exhibitors that they went, "Oh shit, we need to add more shows." <laughs> oh, we need to add more theaters, and that's when it all of a sudden exploded because it added more. I mean, what it did, it, it ended up with what sixty or seventy million in the in theaters here in the United States. Like that's crazy for an anime to do. But the problem is, is like, like My Hero Academia is a perfect example. Like you said, like that one should have had the same treatment as Super. I, I feel like if they, if they treat these animes, and that's why I'm kind of surprised that Sony hasn't done anything, too, because I'm like, you own Funimation, you own Aniplex, put them in the theater for two weeks. Like this doesn't make any sense. Do what fucking Amazon does. Put them in the theaters for two weeks. And then one or two weeks, and then the show goes up either on sale or for pre-sale or it goes on to some streaming service. That's what Amazon does. I don't know if you guys know that. Did but, not know that. That's pretty yeah, cool. Yeah, so there's a couple movies. like they're, they're not like anime or anything. It's just a regular movie or something. And they'll, that too. They, they'll put it – what they'll do is they'll still – they'll make a deal with these um, – uh, with some of the, the – like Regal and Cinemark and AMC and that. They'll make a deal and they'll say, look – we want to put insert move insert movie uh, name into your theater, and for the first two weeks it'll be in the theater. You'll get paid X amount of money for doing that, you know. And honestly, probably by how much these these movies get made for, them just being in for two weeks and making the little pennies that they do, it probably pays for the budget anyways. And then it goes on to Amazon Prime. Like Amazon's done that a couple times. Yeah, I remember they did that for, like, uh, Honey Boy, I think. Shia LaBeouf's, like, recent film. Yeah. I think in, like, the case of, like, the animes, though, is that anime is a lot more of a niche market. 
And like the only and like the big reason why Dragon Ball Super Broly did as well as it is because it's Dragon Ball, and everyone, I mean yeah. the movie is great and all, but yeah, it's but, Dragon Ball, and like everyone knows Dragon Ball, everyone loves Dragon Ball. Dragon Ball is a household name, right? So but you know I, you're gonna you're gonna get you're obviously gonna get more viewers than let's say like you know like like Masaaki Yuasa's like Roger Wave, like you know, you know that's not gonna get that much engagement for. For, I mean, for like you know, two weeks, and I can see understand why they did it with My Hero Academia because My Hero Academia is also really huge, and also it, becoming one of anime's household names. And yeah, isn't Demon Slayer also huge? Like even then, yeah, yeah, that's what I was saying. That's exactly yeah, yeah, yeah. that's exactly what I was saying. Demon Slayer but, is becoming a really huge kind of tastemaker for anime right now. So I can that's why I said I could definitely see more well, likely. For there to be a, like a two week release similar to what they did with um, Heroes Rising. Well, see, you know, the other thing with with um, with Dragon Ball Super was that you also have the the Fox factor in on that because you got to remember Fox distributed it overseas in Japan. Yeah, that was actual and, movie. Right. Out. So, and and there's still that there's still that question of does Disney have the movie rights? Do they not? You know, that no, that's a whole different. That's a whole different conversation you could have on a on a different podcast on a different day. But the the point that I'm trying to make is is you know, animes like Dragon Ball Super and like My Hero Academia and even and I would put Demon Slayer up there now. I mean, I can I can definitely should like we'll put something up on the Demon Slayer podcast Twitter account and like it instantly even if it's just a GIF of Inosuke, you get like fifty to sixty likes in the first two hours like that tells you that that just by that with the amount of followers that we have that just tells you right there that that's a popular anime because you can't it it, popular animes don't do that non-popular animes don't do that i should say so it's like you know to me it's always been one of those things where it's like you have a you have a popular anime like my hero and in this case demon slayer why aren't you putting it in the theaters for two weeks and if it does well after the two weeks, keep it in theaters. If it doesn't, pull it out and only keep it in the theaters that it's actually doing well at. That's all you can do. Yeah, honestly, I think like that would be a good idea for like the Demon Slayer movie. Just like I think for two weeks at the very least, it can do perfectly fine. And if it does good in those two weeks, maybe run it for more, maybe not. But giving it that amount of time and that exposure is, I think, financially viable. They they do this they they do some kind of deal too with Phantom Events and I don't know I don't know if maybe they get paid a certain amount of money and maybe that's why they do it the way that they do it because that could be I, I don't think Super or um, My Hero think, Academia had that but it it was think, definitely with that I think. I think Super just got help because of Fox because Fox can tell all these movie theaters, hey, we want to play this shit. And theaters are like, okay, you're a big theater name, so you can play this shit for a while. Well, even even with even with Broly coming back in, like, well, even with Broly being in theaters, I'm sorry, that was that was, um, I think that was at the start of when Sony had just bought Funimation, too. So, I mean, Sony and Fox had some pull, but there again, it wasn't the fact that, that they did that um, they were just like, put their fist down. Only Disney has that right, by the way. Put their fist down and be like, you're going to play it in all of your theaters or we're not going to let you play anything. No, this was, this was one of those things where they saw how much money it was making. They were like, we need to put this in more fucking theaters right now. 
And that's what they did. Wasn't it also out when there wasn't really much movies that are big movies? It came out, they, they bring these out on Wednesday and there's nothing like nothing new starts usually on Wednesday unless it's the summertime. So no, I mean, it out like during tax write-off season. Movie I think it was in January or February, yeah. I think. Yeah, yeah it was like I the mean, very beginning of the year. Yeah, that's usually when they put out all the shitty movies that they want to get their tax write-offs on. Yeah, I mean, it, it's it, it's still, I mean, it is a slow time for movie theaters, kind of. It's in between, like, a slow and, like, yeah, starting to go into a busy season kind of thing, yeah, but, yeah. Oscar shits out and all the movies that studios just want to throw out into the void. Yeah. I mean, it, it, again, it, it's just one of those things where you kind of just go, why so isn't this in the theaters? <laughs> so. Yeah, I, I mean, in Demon Slayer's case, I think we'll really have to wait and see. I hope it does get a wide release, though. I, I just, it, it just, I think Funimation will probably milk it for as much as they can because it's Demon Slayer. I, I just, oh, yeah, for sure. And that's I, a good reason don't... why they're doing the standard edition releases. Thank God. Yeah. Thank God. My wallet is saved. So happy Funimation's got those standard yes. releases. Yeah, yeah so we haven't mentioned it yet, but uh, Aniplex and Funimation are both going to be releasing Demon Slayer on Blu-ray. Aniplex will be doing limited edition release, and Funimation is doing the standard release, which is awesome. I can buy Demon Slayer! Yes, we, we've been talking about this before, but it's like, I know Laser and I have been dreading having to buy the Aniplex release of Demon Slayer simply because it's a big money investment like to get it all would be like way too much money way too much money over over 260 over 260 yeah it's 130 which half the show well you know everybody's gonna wait now because funimation has those releases so yeah i feel like the hardcore tacos will wait for the anaplex ones because they have the better blu-ray video quality yeah, I mean, I think, like, Anaplex isn't going to lose too many customers because of this, because the people that are buying those releases are the people who want all those extra goodies and, like, that kind of premium quality release. But for people who just want the show, they're going to be waiting for the Funimation release, and those people might not have otherwise bought the Anaplex release. Right, so this is the first one that they actually have where it, there's a standard and a, and a premium, right? Yeah, I've yeah, never done so, this before, so I so want to support well, more. I'm so confused, though, because if they're doing it for this, well, why didn't they do that for, like, Promised Neverland? I, I don't understand why they didn't do it for that. I Neverland. mean, Funimation and Anaplex weren't quite as tight yet back Neverland. then. Well, I think it might also just be a contractual reason, and, like, the joint venture between uh, Anaplex and Funimation in international markets is still pretty recent, so yeah. maybe it just didn't get, like done in time and like neverland wasn't really affected so uh maybe like we'll see down the line maybe funimation will be releasing older anaplex titles on blu-ray too that would be that's my silver spoon silver spoon silver spoon silver spoon monogatari silver spoon monogatari silver spoon monogatari please blue exorcist please re-release bakano and dorara you Fuckers. Heck yeah. It would be really funny if they could re-release Full Metal Alchemist again. 
I mean, I would like an affordable Gurren Lagann, thank you. Hell yes. I have the only yeah, but I'd love to get the yeah. Blu-ray of that. Please. Yeah, I have, I have the really bad Bandai release. That's what I have too. <laughs> you suck, B-Lord. But you have the cool box, uh, Laser Kid. Yeah, so. I do have the cool box that goes with it. Because I have the, the drill. The open-up mouth Gurren Lagann box. Uh, you have to have that. You have the drill that went with it, yes. I still have the drill, but I don't have the rest. <laughs> Oh, I, 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 I got all of those premium ones. I still have the backpack, the soundtrack CD, all of that crap because I love my girl in the gun. Where did you get your mm-hmm. cordial from, man? I've been, my godson actually wants one, man. And I really want to get that for you. I got it from the box set. Uh, how much was the box set? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what you should be asking is how much is the box set now? You do better. You you do much better than just the box set now, like Amazon, because they, they do sell replicas. Yeah. Wait, Jarrell, do you just want the core drill? I really want to go ahead and get him the whole thing, man. Like, you know, he's in high school and, like, you know, it's one of the things that we yeah. really bond over, you know. I mean, there's a bunch of them I can already find on Amazon, depending on what kind you're looking for. Yeah, I look on Amazon. Dude. You know, if it costs me an arm and a leg, I might have Oh, but they're not that bad if you just buy the core drill. Like, I've seen them for like seven, fifteen bucks. So there are like crazier ones that are like 35, but that looks like that's like literally solid gold. Oh my god. Well, if they put out the Demon Slayer movie, whenever. Yeah, I, I hope they release like an affordable version of the movie too, because that would be nice to own. Yes. That one, I mean, I'd be willing to pay the 40 bucks for the movie. That's yeah, I mean, honestly, I would too, but having, having something it, cheaper would also be nice. It would. I, mean, I, I don't disagree with that. Yeah, and then it's it's a good time to be a Demon Slayer fan, for sure. I mean, it's a movie, so it'll be less expensive MSRP-wise, so you're good there. It's like, yeah, that's true. It's like, what's a movie? Like, two hours at most. The whole show is like 12 episodes MSRP. I mean, I got the Sword Art Online movie for 40 bucks with the dubs, so... Isn't, like, 40 bucks, like, the standard for Aniplex movies now? Unless they do, Unless like, the, I'm a collector's edition with extra crap, then it's more. The import sets are usually, like, $100. Well, those are the import sets. Those import sets are ridiculous. Cries in the Persona 3 movies. Oh, God. Oof. Aniplex, why? <laughs> Just give us stuff through Funimation now, please. Yeah, Don't make Netflix, money that way. Man, you might as well just give up your whole soul, man. Oh, God. I mean, I've actually bought at least four seasons worth of things from Anaplex, and I very begrudgingly did so. I'm still an Anaplex virgin. I haven't bought a single Anaplex release. Basically, <laughs> Sword Art and uh, Magi, and that's about it. Oh, wait, no, and Durara, so I have three I mean, series now. I mean, I like Anaplex, but they just, unless they, unless they drop their how much the, everything is like? No, no, no. I'm not doing. You gotta that remember that's Anaplex business model, man. It catered to a specific type of clientele. I think the only yeah. Anaplex, the only anime I've spent over a hundred dollars on was Nagiyasu. That one was licensed by um, NIS America, but it came with the entire series in a prim- in a premium set, which is still better than Anaplex. Because yeah, that's like what good. I paid for that set. <laughs> Like what I paid for that set, it was like 24 episodes. Came with an art book and the soundtrack and stuff. I would actually like what to I see paid it. for that set. It's it's still it, it costs the exact same amount as the 13 episode Demon Slayer set. So I'm just like, yeah, I'm good. Aniplex is weird because they don't have a lot of shit I like, and then like the two series I actually like is like 
co-owned by Funimation because they dubbed it, so it's a weird conundrum. It's funny because Anaplex has a ton of shows I love. It's just, I can never justify spending that much. They're, like, I have some, but I don't have nearly as many as I'd like. I hope that they partner with Funimation in the future, and I hope that they can even do, like, limited edition sets for that crowd for Funimation stuff. I, I would like begrudge them a lot less if they were just the premium option but the show was still available for us plebs i mean as long as they just don't let funimation do their subtitling that would be the bees I mean, funimation subtitles on their discs are fine it's just on the streaming service that's bad yeah but they're getting all the simulcast or i mean the subtitled ones on their server that isn't sequels to stuff yeah but they resub them for the blu-rays yeah, but I don't watch Blu-rays that much. I just watch the. Well, then I think we forgot that, that we were. Yeah, we're I think we forgot that we're still in the middle of a podcast here. <laughs> I was gonna say yeah, this has been a hell of a probably. Uh, Aliens yeah. gonna murder us after this. I thought Aliens we ended gonna... already. I mean, we're basically done. Nope. Like we talked about the movie, yeah. we talked about the DVD Blu-rays. Well, our... One thing I guess we should briefly new... mention is that like there were a few new dub voices in this yeah, episode. Yeah, specifically with the lower keys key. So, uh, Alien, do you want to go through this? Okay, so... Lower 1 was voiced by Landon McDonald. Lower 2, Ray Chase. Lower 3, Stefan Martello. Lower 4, Kira Buckland. And Lower 6, Alan Lee. I do have... I do, like, kind of find it funny that, like, Ray Chase and Kira Buckland are voicing both Hashira and Kizuki. They're playing both like, sides. That's kind of yeah, amusing. but that Kizuki didn't stick around very long. <laughs> that's true. Well, it's still kind of amusing that they're playing both sides. Uh, yeah, <laughs> but yeah. I mean, aside from that, um, I guess like we mentioned before, this is basically adapted the rest of the kind of rehabilitation like training arc, and then kind of led into the demon train arc. True, true. So, yeah, if you want to continue the story, you got to either wait for the movie. Or read the manga. Read the manga. The gap's almost filled. Read the freaking manga, guys. Honestly, Please. given what's going on in the world, just go read the manga. Yeah, Shonen Jump subscription's yeah. real cheap. Two well, bucks. You definitely have two bucks lying around. Just go read the manga. <laughs> yeah, read the manga. Watch a nice Demon Slayer meme videos. I'm just going to make V-Lord give me spoilers out of the podcast. Uh, yeah, nothing bad happened on this podcast, and I predicted that this would be a train wreck, so I guess that means... I uh, agree. <laughs> I, I guess that means nothing bad happens on... Uh, shut the fuck up! <laughs> <laughs> J-Mac, we're going to force you to read the manga now. I, like, mean, just I mean, that was going to happen anyway, let's be real here. Don't threaten yes, me. Yes, we're, we're going to make him... Like, hey, either just go to his house and force him to read it. I can do that. I could Razor Kid literally him. lives close to him. Hey, B-Lord, don't threaten me with a good time. <laughs> oh, that makes it even more fun. <laughs> oh, God. Drell, get the pedal. Oh, don't worry about it, man. I got the pedal, the whip, the whip, the chain. So how oh, much of the we... manga was covered in these 26 episodes? Not a lot. I think like about the first half. Up to um, volume seven. seven. Yeah. Yes. The exact chapter would be chapter 54. It stops at the beginning of chapter 54. Mm. Okay. So you have a good amount to read because the manga's on chapter 203. Yeah. 
But luckily, like, the manga's coincidentally also ending this month, so you're not gonna have too much more than that to catch up on. (laughs) I mean, there's also there's also that gap, like the gap ends at uh, 124, although that gap is really tiny now. Yeah, it'll get filled at the end of June. Oh yeah, fill it in. We've only got 15 chapters to fill in. And then Laser will be able yeah, to I'm reach read like, I'm just You won't see me for like three weeks. I'm going to be like, I've read it all. Your eyes will just be bloodshot. I've seen things. You're going to look like uh, Tanjiro and Inosuke after the first training thing. Yeah. I mean, I've read over 70 chapters of Jujutsu Kaisen in like three days, so... You've been going through that fast. Which is funny, because I haven't even read it today yet. But yes, I have. I'm sorry, 69. I read 69 chapters, my bad. Oh, of of course 69. I don't have any time for manga. I'm putting over 170 hours into Animal Crossing. I mean, I've been doing that too. Is Laser going faster than how I went through Epo? You went through, like, hundreds of chapters of Epo. That's that's not even comparable. (laughs) I'm not reading as fast as I'm I could. I, I've been doing other things. But yeah, that's... So yeah, that's the end of Demon Slayer. It was a pretty solid show. I'd give it a 7.75 out of 10. Yeah, I give it... I gave it a 6. Ooh. I think I, I gave it a 10 on Mal because I really liked it, but that's probably being hyperbolic. Yeah. I, would give it a, I would give it about an 8. I like the... I actually liked the, this this dub of it. I mean, it wasn't... It wasn't the best dub I've heard, but it's still actually. Th- I, I would say the dub actually surprised me, if anything. But it got higher, but Zenitsu just kept on getting on my freaking nerves. Stand screaming. Zenitsu gets better, but only if you read the manga. Sadly, he gets uh-huh. better in the manga, but like he, the he's like my actual favorite character in the manga. But like I forgot how annoying he was early on, and then I'm watching this and I'm like, my favorite character's oh right. Your favorite character's awful. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Jared gave me hell for that when we actually met him. He's like, this is your favorite character? Oh, yes. He really gives God, him the nerves, yeah. man. I can't stand characters that scream like that constantly, man. But, know? like, Brian oh, after this part, though, like, after this part where, like, the anime ends and the manga begins, Zenitsu pretty much becomes the <laughs> one brain cell of the group. Laser yeah. Kid was singing praises to Zenitsu's name. And then the first thing we see is him simping, like hardcore, and screaming and sexually harassing a woman. I'm like, this is your favorite character? Really? Really? And I'm sitting here going, he gets, I promise. He's a simp, man. That's all he ever been. Sketch, how did you feel about the show overall? I'd say it's probably about an an eight. I I feel like it starts a bit slow and they really stretch things out too much after they deal with the spiders and that kind of loses my interest. But the overall package, probably still about an eight. It definitely had some great moments. It, the, the character drama was top notch throughout and man, I'm a sucker for a musical montage to an action scene. (laughs) Yeah, I feel that's something Table does really well. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Honestly, like, I think it would definitely kind of range more like an 8 or a 9. I think mainly probably towards a 9 simply because one thing I do like about the anime is it did remind me just 
how well yep. built up Demon Slayer is. Like everything is kind of laid very early on, all the different plot beats, all the different twists that happen way later. So like seeing that kind of unfold again was kind of really cool. Um but yeah, I think the main thing that kind of hurts the anime for me is the pacing. Like honestly this could have been half the length that it is and still like covered the same amount of material. But like for what it is, it's still a really good adaptation and it's really well animated. So I'm I'm still like happy with the end product. And also I'm happy that it got to air on Tanami. Like I was with Demon Slayer since day one of the manga, so like seeing something kind of struggle from obscurity to actually becoming this huge hit is kind of just really cool. Like, yeah. I don't think I've really ever had that kind of feeling before. I wasn't quite ground floor, but like when the when it first started getting the manga released, you uh, convinced me to go, go at it, and it's been fun to watch it grow since then. Yeah, it was amusing like seeing like you and CJ starting the series, because I remember... When I made you guys read the first volume, you were both pretty, like, iffy on it. Volume 1 didn't work for me. Volume 2 worked for me. Volume 1, not so much. Hey, what about me? Am I trapped over over here? Damn. I mean, Allison, how did you feel about the anime? <laughs> uh, I give it an 8 overall. I mean, the, well, I'm taking away one point because the dub kind of felt, like, not as great as the sub, but that's just my personal opinion. Mm-hmm. Everyone around Tanjiro sounds good, just Tanjiro himself. What? No, I think Zach does an excellent job. I'm with you on that one, but... I don't know. Yeah, and, no. I don't she know. feels the way she feels. I don't know, man. And I just kind of like did the non-dramatic moments a little bit better than Zach did. Mm, that's fair. Yeah, I think it is tough because... The Japanese performances in Demon Slayer are so, so good. Like, I think they got veterans for, like, all the voices. The only the only real veterans in the dub are, like, the demons in Osuke and Jiu. Yeah, they, they had some heavy hitters in there. Like, Matsuoka-san as Inosuke was insane. But, like, even then, I feel like the English voice cast did a really good job of capturing the essence of the characters like i remember when we were talking to bryce for our interview with him like he was saying like a lot of it is kind of trying to capture what they feel is right and then kind of rolling with that and i think they did a good job of doing that like they weren't trying to just copy the japanese and try to emulate these iconic voices they're defining the voices by themselves but they still fit the characters yeah and that's what you should do with the dub I feel like Zach does a decent job with the dramatic moments, but Tanai has, like, crazy experience points on the vocal front because he's done so many different roles. So he can pull up comedy and drama really, mm. really good. And so can Shimono and Matsuoka. And even then, Inosuke's voice actor, dub-wise, is crazy range because he's been through a lot of animal and so is you it's just like you probably won't feel much of a difference if you just go dub only but like since i watched it all in japanese it's like the dub is all right but it could be way better that's fair and honestly i've seen kind of that opinion from a few people too and i think it, like part of it is definitely like the initial exposure but it's also kind of like, you have these very 
great voices already, and it's hard to really kind of match that for a lot of people. Yes, I mean, SAO is garbage sauce, but that dub is probably as good as the sub. And that's when Laser cried. I mean, I've been crying the whole time, so I don't know what to tell you. (laughs) (laughs) Poor Laser. No, but I mean, like, SAO fans can, like, don't really fight over the dub or the sub being completely... One's better than the other. Compared I mean, we're getting shit out all the time, so we have no. There's no reason to have infighting. They have to just unite over like the show. Man, so do MHA fans. Like MHA's got a. Godly, MHA's dub is pretty dang good. Godly sub tier, and the the dub's also pretty good. Demon Slayer just didn't really feel godly on both sides as MHA does. If that makes any sense at all. Hmm. I do no, get what you're it. saying. I. I vehemently disagree, but I understand what you're saying. Like, for I actually saw the sub for Demon Slayer first as well. I didn't get very far. I got through like episode two or three, um, but I did see it subtitled first. And those are great performances too. But this dub has honestly blown me freaking away. Every time I think, oh, they're not going to stop that, they they do. It probably helps that you didn't see all of it subtitled. I think at the end of the day, though, it really just comes down to personal preference. No, this is an anime. If if your opinion doesn't match mine, it's objectively wrong. Fuck you. No, I mean, no, I mean. Oh like, gosh. No, I mean the like, Gnosuke and Jiu sound really good, and Zenitsu's trying his best to be as crazy as Shimono. It's just English Tanjiro just kind of feels like he pulls you know, off. I noticed something. Uh, in some of these later episodes, some of the characters that are screaming, I swear they're trying to scream the same way as Zenitsu. Like, I think it was Kyle Aber as the other guy who repairs and builds swords. I think that was him. Yeah. And the way he was screaming his head off, telling him that he's going to kill him for uh, ruining the swords... No, no, it was a Nosuke sword. Yeah, yeah, it was a Nosuke yeah. sword where he's just like, "I'm yeah. gonna with a rock. It's okay, right?" And he starts freaking out. It's like this sounds a lot like the way Zenitsu screams. I wonder if that's intentional. Clearly, Alex Lay has been giving them tips. Yeah, I don't know. It's just something I thought of at some point. It's kind of stuck out to me. As for my thoughts about Demon Slayer. Uh... Honestly, I think the thing that hurts Demon Slayer the most is that the whole first season is practically the prologue to to Demon Slayer for the most part. So it's like, yeah, that's fair. And like, and I see a lot of people. So a lot of people say that Demon Slayer was like super overhyped, and I'm just like, well, I mean, like, yeah, I could see that, especially since this is like, this is all the parts. It's like what I said in the episode CJ was in. Where like the whole first season is just the parts that sets up what's like the larger parts of Demon Slayer. And then once it hits the train arc, then that's when it starts going full speed. But we haven't gotten the train arc in the anime yet, so Honestly, I feel like this is kind of like a MHA season one situation where like Oh yeah. Like with MHA's first season, like people were into it. But like I think when Demon Slayer eventually gets like a second season and when we get a lot more of the more quote-unquote hype moments of the series, like the Demon Train and the Entertainment District. I think that's when a lot of people will see, like, a lot of the great qualities of Demon Slayer. And, like, I I think, like, especially the Demon Train, 
is a really big turning point for the series. Like, not only for just the narrative, but also, for, like, for Tanjiro himself and, like, his personal motivations. So, I'm interested to see how anime-only watchers react to that. You know, if they haven't gotten spoiled already. Yes. Demon Slayer fans are not good with spoilers, apparently. Cause I, I mean, was, they really aren't. I mean, I mean we've spoiled uh, poor J-Mac on a few things on accident. I mean, spoilers weren't even that bad. Like, when the manga was still being simulpub, nobody gave a shit about Demon Slayer. Then once the anime came out, all of a sudden, jump pirates are putting out images in Japanese from the magazine, and I'm like, why? Because people need clout by leaking. It's the next hype. It's the next big thing. They're not going to post something about it if, it if it wasn't really hitting and nobody gave a fuck. You wouldn't really care to post it. But since Demon Slayer became the number one anime, you know, they're just like, hey, look at this shit right here. Reminds me of the time I got spoiled for something I haven't read yet as soon as it happened. And it's something pretty big. And I was like, God damn Oh, it. yeah. You, you told me about that. That, that is a big scene. <laughs> Oh god. I think this is a good sign that we should wrap up here. Darrell, where can people find you? Oh, uh, let's see. You can find me at Ukami underscore Samurai7 at Twitter.com. No, I don't have any IG. Um much it. You'll probably find me at a later on how to socialize without social distancing. Be social distancing. I don't want people near me. Oh. Oh, you can come near me anytime you want. Yeah, that's totally different. Giggity. Oh, no. <laughs> it has begun. So, Paul, where can people find you? <laughs> uh, well, you can find me on Twitter at Paul Pascrillo. Uh You can find me at Darrell's house murdering him because he's being a little ass. Um, you can email me, paulpascrillo, at tunamifaithful.com. And you can, of course, if you're on the Tsunami Faithful Discord, you can just at Paul Pascrillo on there. And I will, you know, That's respond. Great. I'm also on Two Strangers, One Podcast, and the Tsunami Faithful Podcast, so please listen to me there as well. Both of which are good podcasts. Yeah. Yep. And Sketch, where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter at Sketch1984. And uh, yes, please listen to the Tsunami Faithful Podcast when we post episodes. You may. Eventually. Eventually. <laughs> We've been pretty consistent lately. Yeah, that's true, actually. You're more consistent than Hunter Hunter chapters, I guess. Ooh, that hurts. I think that's most things, to be honest. That one hurt, because I caught up in time for it not to be. Ugh, that is the worst. <laughs> yeah. But, Alien, where can people find you? Dead. Aside from that. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you can find me on Twitter at Alien Renegade. You can find me on YouTube under Alien Renegade Videos, and you can find my music on Bandcamp, SoundCloud, and every major streaming service. Just search up Amperin. But you're not going to get anything new from me because I'm probably going to be editing this one podcast for the next two weeks. Yeah, You can find him sharpening his axe to murder me and Laser Kid. Yeah, probably. Yeah. No, I think he's going to murder me. all of us. No, you can find me sharpening <laughs> my axe so that I can drop it right on my neck. <laughs> Jesus oh. Christ. Commit not alive. J Mac, where can people find you? Um, you can find me on Twitter at Izzy Gay Drag. Um, cool. You can find me on Instagram at J Mac a Freak or at Izzy Gay, um, depending on if you like drag or not. 
can follow one or I mean drag or cosplay, pick one or both. I don't care. You can find me on the Tanami Faithful Discord at jmacafreak. Um and anywhere else really on the internet besides Twitter, because Twitter hates me, at jmacafreak. Awesome. And Laser, where can people find you? Uh, people can find me um, on Twitter at LaserKidPrime. And as always, I'm hanging out on the Chinami Faithful Discord as LaserKid. Laser Bro. Laser Bro. Yeah. Laser um, Bro. Yeah. Laser Dad. <laughs> laser Dad. Yeah, because he has a Laser Dad bod. I mean, that's not wrong. <laughs> oh no damn just added him on the podcast oh dang Allison where can people find you uh, well when I'm not killing these idiots for making train puns you can find me on twitter at meowth900 on twitter.com and also on the tsunami discord server hullabaloo I'm also probably going to end up murdering one of these peoples for dragging this podcast so long. <laughs> the question is, which one will be first? Pick me, pick uh, me. Alright. You can go first. <laughs> Yay, I'm safe. Yeah. Oh my god. Welcome to my life, Paul. Oh, I gotta edit a podcast tonight, so I know. Continue. <laughs> yes, but is it as bad as this one? Possibly. Oh god, oh, I'm scared. I think either V-Lord or Laser Kid will be next, but I'm debating whether to kill them both at once, or to kill them but, at a time. But Allison, I can bribe you with manga. Oh yeah, true. You have so just use- kill me, it's alright, I'll take one for the team. Yeah, it's true, V-Lord has uses. He can teach me Japanese. I mean, I think Sakaki would be more useful for that, since he can translate yeah, but Sakaki is kind of, you know... <laughs> busy? <laughs> yes. He is busy with his manly man homework. Manly and his wife. Man. Yeah, and his wife. He likes his wife more than me. So Animal Crossing stole his I would, girl. I would hope that he does. No offense. <laughs> but yeah, definitely follow all these folks. They're all fantastic. But as for myself, you can find me on Twitter at VLORGTZ. I'm usually just on there talking about whatever I'm up to, which is usually reading manga or not sleeping. One or the other. But you can also find my manga-focused reviews over on all-comic.com and all my Tanami-focused articles over on TanamiFaithful.com. But as far as the podcast is concerned, you can find that on Twitter at DSlayerPodcast.com. On Facebook at facebook.com slash Demon Slayer Podcast and on the Tanami Faithful website itself at tanamifaithful.com slash Demon Slayer Podcast. And touch base on all those if you want any updates on when the podcast comes out. The anime may be over, but we still have manga episodes to talk about and plenty of them. Whenever Vlord gets them done. Yes, whenever I get them done or throw them to Alien. <laughs> Maybe. If Alien survives this one. <laughs> if Alien doesn't like try to murder me after yeah, this. Alien's going to murder all of us. It like, can't be as bad as the one time where we had to have eight minute outtake. Oh, there's probably an eight or ten minute outtake in this one. Uh, that's there probably true. Oh, but God. the podcast yeah. is also streaming on basically everything at this point. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Anchor, you name it, we're there. Except so YouTube. whatever you listen to your podcast on, just like 
go ahead and look us up, subscribe, and just listen to our episodes. But that about does it for this week, so we will see you guys later. Thanks for listening. Not for the anime episodes, because they're all over. Rip anime until the movie.